0: Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. C-O-L-G-A-T-E, Colgate presents Bill
2: Stern. With the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel.
0: Bill Stern, the Colgate Cream Man, is on the air. Bill Stern, the Colgate Cream Man with stories rare. Take his advice and you'll looking, You'll get a shave that's smooth and clean. You'll be your Colgate's last friend. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen.
3: This is Bill Stern speaking from New Orleans, Louisiana, bringing you the 418th edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. We're speaking from New Orleans tonight because we're here getting ready to broadcast tomorrow's Tulane Georgia Tech football game. However, since this is the week of the World Series, our guest tonight is the manager of the New York Yankees, Bucky Harris. So in just a moment, you'll hear the manager of one of the World Series teams speaking to you in person, Bucky Harris. But first, here is Real One. Even though tonight we're broadcasting from New Orleans, the sporting eyes of the South are turned towards New York and the World Series. And speaking of the World Series and baseball, I recently talked to Bobby Feller, the great pitcher of the Cleveland Indians, about shaving. And this is what Bob Feller told me.
2: Bill, I go all out for Colgate Brushless, that light, fluffy shave cream of yours. You see, my face is really a hard-proving ground for any shave cream because I happen to have tough whiskers. And yet my skin is mighty sensitive. So I welcome Colgate Brushless for the way it softens up my wire whiskers and keeps them soft until the end of the shave. Then a quick rinse and I'm through. No kickback either. My face feels fine. No smarter sting. Tell them for me, Bill, that Colgate Brushless Shave Cream has plenty on the ball.
3: Signed, Bob Feller. Thanks, Bob. Fellow shavers, try Colgate Brushless Shave Cream. You'll get the same shaving satisfaction that Bobby Feller gets. I know you will. Because Colgate Brushless Shave Cream doesn't mat and stick your whiskers down. So the razor slides over without cutting. Uh Uh-uh. Colgate Brushless is light enough, fluffy enough to hold your whiskers crisply upright for clean, close, easy cutting. Being light and fluffy and not heavy and greasy, Colgate Brushless can and does act super fast to soften each hair and keep it soft for smoother, faster shaving. Because Colgate Brushless is so light and right, it goes on faster and it comes off faster, and it cannot foul your razor. So I say... Try Colgate Brushless Shave Cream. Then, if you're not 100% satisfied, just send the top of the carton back to me, Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey, and I'll see that you get double your money back. So what can you lose? Get yourself some Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions tonight. It's light, it's right, it's a real shaving delight. Rail 2, portrait of a basketball player. This is... Is the story of a basketball player. And yet, strangely enough, because this boy could play basketball, there's a great baseball story to tell. But let me begin in the beginning. One day, quite a few years ago, a great baseball player named Huey Jennings just happened to be watching a basketball game. And in watching that basketball game, he noticed one
0: player in particular.
3: After the game was over, Huey Jennings sent for this player and said,
0: You're a great basketball player, Sonny, but I'm looking for baseball players. Can you play baseball? I sure can, mister. Just give me a chance. I'll make good, or my name ain't Bucky Harris. And that's the way Bucky Harris got into baseball. First,
3: in the minor leagues. But it wasn't long before Bucky Harris was up in the big time. He was bought by the Washington Senators. But because he was a rookie, other ballplayers tried to make his life miserable. That is, they tried to make his life miserable until one day he asserted himself He brought a baseball down on a player's head as that player was sliding into second base. From then on, they left him alone. That player, incidentally, was Babe Ruth. That was the year 1919. By 1920, Bucky Harris had made good. So good that in 1924, newspaper headlines were screaming out with...
0: Extra, extra, Bucky Harris, appointed manager of Washington Senators. Bucky Harris to manage Washington Senators. Read all about it. Extra, extra,
3: read all about it. Bucky Harris had become the boy wonder of baseball, a big league manager, the unheard of age then of 27 years. But his job was only beginning. His team, sadly enough, was almost in last place. But under Bucky Harris, a strange change began to come. Washington began to win until by September the 18th of that year, he had his Washington Senators tied with the mighty New York Yankees for first place. On September the 19th, Washington won while the Yankees were losing, and Bucky Harris's team was finally in first place by a game. Two days later, he was out in front by two games. The next day, the Yankees won, but Washington lost. Now his lead was only one game, but Washington held on. They didn't lose another game, and on September the 26th of that year, Bucky Harris had done what no other manager had ever done. He had led a Washington team to the championship of the American League. But by winning that American League championship, Bucky Harris and his Washington Senators still had to play the New York Giants in the World Series. The New York Giants were managed by the most famous manager in baseball. Wiley old John McGraw. The series began. Wiley old veteran John McGraw against the boy wonder of baseball, Bucky Harris. But Bucky Harris had one ace up his sleeve, for he had on his team the Washington Senators, the greatest pitcher in baseball. Walter Johnson. Twice, Bucky Harris started the great Walter Johnson and both times both times the Giants beat him but after each defeat somehow Bucky Harris managed to pull his team back together until that finally that World Series was all tied up with New York and Washington each having won three games one more game would decide the championship of the world but who who could Bucky Harris pitch twice he'd started his ace Walter Johnson twice New York had beaten him It was then that the boy Wonder decided on one last desperate gamble. And in that seventh and deciding game, he again pitched old Walter Johnson. Only this time, this time, the veteran came through. Bucky Harrison, his first year as manager of the Washington Senators, had led his team to the championship of the world. The following year, he was married. And at his wedding was the President of the United States, Calvin Coolidge. But dark days lay ahead. Even though they said he'd never leave Washington, he did. And as the years passed, he began wandering up and down the baseball trails of this nation. He became the manager of the Detroit Tigers. Next, he managed the Boston Red Sox. Then back to the Washington Senators. Then the Philadelphia Phillies.
0: Until one day, a reporter said to him... Say, Bucky... I hope this won't be too much of a shock to you, but I just got a story that says you're fired. Bucky Harris
3: fired as the manager of Philadelphia. Seemed incredible, but it was true. From then on, Bucky's wanderings over the dusty diamond trails were mostly downhill. No one had a job for him in the big leagues. And finally, when nobody would give him a job anymore in the big time, he drifted back into the minors. They said he was through, finished. All washed up. That was a year ago. Today, the champions of the American League are the New York Yankees, and their manager, their manager is this same man who last year was said to be all washed up, Bucky Harris. And now, in order that you may hear him in person, this is Bill Stern switching you across the nation from where I'm standing in New Orleans, Louisiana. The next voice you'll hear will be the manager of the New York Yankees, Bucky Harris, speaking from New York City.
1: Thank you, Bill. I suppose what everybody wants to hear from me is what do I think of the way the World Series is going? Well, frankly, I'm very disappointed that we lost today's game. For Floyd Bevins to come within one out of pitching the first no-hitter in World Series history was heartbreaking. And to lose a game we had all but won is not pleasant either. But in a series such as this, you have to play for all your worth all the time. I know the New York Yankees are a good team, and I hope we win. But if we do, we will have beaten a dangerous, hard-scrapping Brooklyn club. And while I'm at it, may I pay my respects to my rival manager, Mr. Bert Schotton of the Dodgers. Any tricks I know, he knows too. So let's put the credit where it belongs, right on the players themselves. For in the last analysis, they are the ones who win the games. This is Bucky Harris in New York, returning you to Bill Stern in New Orleans, Louisiana.
3: Thank you so much. Good luck and good night, Bucky Harris. And that, ladies and gentlemen, ends the story of one of baseball's greatest managers who might never have been in baseball, but for basketball. Real three. I'll be back in a moment with another strange sports story, but first, since tonight, we're broadcasting from New Orleans, Louisiana. Here's the best in New Orleans, Harry Arthur. As Bill Stern says, you'll be a
2: happier shaver after your first shave with Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions. Now, we're willing to make your friendly wager. Get yourself a tube of Colgate Brushless shave cream and try it out. See how its light, fluffy texture softens and sets your whiskers right for cleaner, closer shaves that are smooth, fast, and comfortable. Try Colgate Brushless, we say. And then if you're not 100% satisfied, why, send the carton top to Bill Stern, care of Colgate Jersey City, Zone 2 New Jersey. And Bill will see to it you get back double your money. Come on, take us up on this. Get yourself some Colgate Brushless Shave Cream tonight. And
3: now back to Bill Stern. Real 4, profile of the World Series. These days, the eyes of the nation are turned towards New York City, where the World Series is now making history. Once before a World Series in New York made history, or should I say... Once before, a World Series in New York changed history. Let me explain what I mean. This story begins 34 years ago in Louisiana, the state from which we're broadcasting tonight. That year, Louisiana State University had one of its best baseball teams, and the stars on this team were two roommates, Norman Walker and Ted Judson. They were inseparable, these two, and when their collegiate days were over, Norman Walker and Ted Judson promised that no matter where they went, they'd always keep in touch with each other, and they did keep in touch with each other, even though Ted Judson settled down to practicing law in Ojinaga, Mexico, while Norman Walker became a reporter for the Associated Press in the United States. In 1917, the Mexican Revolution burst forth with the Mexican bandit Pancho Villa on the rampage. It was headline news. Norman Walker was immediately rushed down into Mexico to cover the story for the Associated Press. His first thought, naturally, was for the safety of his friend Ted Judson who he knew lived in Ojinagua, Mexico. Norman Walker was even more alarmed after he arrived in Mexico when upon meeting the dreaded bandit at Pancho Villa, the Mexican bandit told him, tomorrow we attack the town of Ojinagua. We take them by surprise. We kill everybody. Immediately, Norman Walker knew that he had to think of a plan to make Pancho Villa postpone that attack on Ojinagua, postpone it at least long enough for Norman Walker to get his friend, Ted Judson, out of that town. That's why that night... When Norman Walker came across
0: Pancho Villa, he said... Well, hello, Pancho. All set to attack Oinaga tomorrow? Sure, we're ready. But why do you look so worried? Oh, nothing, Pancho. But I was just wondering why you picked such a funny day to attack the town. Funny day? What's the matter with the day? Don't you know what tomorrow is? What is tomorrow? Tomorrow's the opening day of the World Series in New York. The World Series? What is that? Baseball. You know, the National League champions against the American League champions. The front pages of the American newspapers will be full of. It. Aha, but not when I start. The front pages will be full of Pancho Villa and his glorious victory. No, they won't. Nothing can push the World Series off the front pages. Not even you. But don't worry about it, Pancho. Maybe they'll give you a column on the third or fourth page. The fourth page? That is an insult. Do you mean this about the World Series? Certainly. And how long, how long this World Series lasts? Oh, I should say about a week. All right, then. We no attack Ojinaga for one week. When Pancho Villa fight, he want to be on front page. Nowhere else. In that next week, Norman Walker took advantage. He got his old teammate
3: out of Ojinaga. And in that next week, while Pancho Villa hesitated, while the World Series was being played, the town of Ojinaga was so heavily fortified that when Pancho Villa finally did attack, he could do little damage. And that's the story of how a World Series played in New York saved a city in Mexico. Or should I say, that's the story of how a World Series saved human lives. But sometimes a World Series has brought death. For instance, three of the greatest pitchers who ever pitched in a World Series were Alvin Crowder, Bucky Newsom, and Morton Cooper. And yet all three of those great pitchers, all three of them, pitched their greatest World Series victories on the very day that either their father or their mother
0: died.
3: Profile of three great pitchers who won their greatest victories in the World Series on the very day that their mother or father died. And that's the 3-0 mark for tonight. We've been speaking tonight from New Orleans, Louisiana, getting ready to broadcast tomorrow's game between Tulane and Georgia Tech. Next Friday evening, we'll be back same time, same stations, broadcasting from whichever city has the nation's biggest game. Our guest next Friday night will be the most famous cowboy star in America, Gene Autry. So be sure and be with us at our usual time next Friday evening. See you then. Until then, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the news of the day, newsreel at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now, until next Friday night at the very same time, this is Bill Stern wishing you all a good, good night from New Orleans.
0: Bill
1: Stern, the Colgate Japery
0: man, is on his way. Bill Stern, the Colgate Japery man, had lost to say. He told you tales of sports heroes, the inside dope he really knows. So listen in next Friday night.
2: C O L G A T T. The latest article on sports by Bill Stern, entitled "How to Watch a Football Game," appears in the current issue of Sport Magazine. The Bill Stern Show tonight came from New York City and through the facilities of W S M B in New Orleans.